you have to ask yourself, why am I really so busy? And whatever is at the bottom of that, like that has to be dealt with because productivity tools, like what I'm going to share with you about how you can order your week, isn't really going to work if you don't know why you're in the position that you're in. Welcome to Let's Be Real, a completely honest, entirely practical conversation about how to live our lives with freedom, purpose, and abundance. Popular author and communicator Nicole Yunus brings her 20 years of experience as a counselor, pastor, and coach to a real conversation about the tricky questions and tough decisions in life, and how to find clarity in action no matter what obstacle you may face. Have a topic to suggest or a tricky situation you need help with? We'd love to hear from you. Send us an email or voice memo to Nicole at NicoleEunis.com. We might feature you on the show. And now here's your host, Nicole Yunus. Hey, my friends, welcome back to Let's Be Real. I'm your host, Nicole Yunus. And let me tell you, how the heck are you? How the heck are you doing? Because I want to tell you, I am looking around right now. And if my office, the space where I am recording these episodes, if my office is any indication of how my soul is actually doing, we're in trouble, people. (laughs) We are out. Hot mess. Do you ever find that you slowly start to lose control of a space in your home? And it's kind of like just creeping up on you. And then one day it's as if your eyes are opened to your reality and you look around and you're like, what in the world has happened in here? I am looking at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I have eight stacks of books and stuff just not in the right place, not put away, just surrounding me. Like if you guys can't find me, it's because there are towers of books that have built up around my head and I actually trapped myself in a fortress of piles. And I need to get serious about what is happening in this office. I don't know if you ever have a season like that where, I mean, for those who are moms and listening to this, hello, back to school when all of a sudden like everybody needs something and everybody needs supplies and everybody's got paperwork and like you just kind of lose three weeks and then you wake up and look around and you're like, holy moly, I have got to do something about this situation. And that just happened to me. I just I just finished, it's just a big push to finish editing this manuscript for my new book that's coming out in May. And then there's also a separate Bible study with that book, which I'm super excited about because the book itself is really just accessible no matter who you are, no matter where you are in your journey of faith. I really um, tap into biblical principles about healthy relationships, but it's not specifically like Bible study in the book. But then separate from the book is like all of that great stuff from scripture and all these exercises and questions for reflection and ways to kind of engage in, man, I want to be a healthy person with myself and with my relationships. So I'm excited about it. However, it has been such a push to get that stuff. There's so many steps along the way that I have to do my part way in advance so that everything else can come together and we can do all the edits and all the marketing and all that. I just basically put my head down and surrounded myself with piles of books 
and shut the door. And four weeks later, I'm looking around like, oh my goodness, I have got to get control of this situation. So if you've ever been there, then today is for you because I want to talk and follow up on our conversation with Steve Perkins, my business coach, my leadership coach, my friend. That was a couple episodes ago, if you missed it, where we really did talk about getting things done. And this is not a conversation about just doing more with less or like somehow just about your work. This is really about a lifestyle. It's about engaging with the person that you want to become. You guys have heard me say it before. You're going to hear me say it again. You are ridiculously responsible for your life. Like when I look around this study right now, this office and my eight piles, those are my pile. Like this is a life that i made for myself. And it is my responsibility to create the life that I want. And if we can do that without judgment, without condemnation, just be curious about ourselves and engage with the process of growing, then there is a lot of goodness and freedom and fullness on the other side of it. I think so often we're so trapped in this like perfection or control or fear that we aren't able to just step back and be like, okay, you know what? I'm ridiculously responsible for my life. So what is the life that I want? What what kind of life am I trying to create? And when we can get into that position and that placement, then we can engage with what does that look like? So when I say, what does it look like to get things done? I am not talking about work. Now, if you are efficient and excellent with your work, then you're going to have more freedom with the time that is not your work. And that is a big part of growing is growing into that ability to say like, I want to be a person who's efficient and excellent at my work so that I can grow into a person I want to become when I am not at work. I don't want work to be my idol and my everything and this like demanding boss. I want to live like with that space to say, who am I becoming? I remember a long time ago, and I'm going to get him on the show because I love him, but I remember a long time ago, a mentor of mine um, was talking about the way that he does his work and he would go on client, he was a photographer and he would go on client shoots. And he said, I taught myself how to make sure that literally like I did the shoot and the edits and like gave the client back their work like within I mean truly the way I remember it and I'll ask him on the show but like within hours he he always made the job complete like he he became disciplined to not have all this extra stuff like hanging over his head he thought about the job from beginning to end not just the part where he was with the client but the part that's like the editing the packaging the sending distributing the invoicing all of that was considered like part of the job and this was a long time ago i remember him saying that to me and i thought man i want to live my life that way i want to live my life with such a such a handle on the kind of work that I'm doing and what it takes to do that work that I can create a, a system that allows that to be done so that when I'm with my family and with, when I'm with my back at home, when I'm with my friends, I'm fully present in that moment. I'm not thinking about all of this stuff that I haven't done. And that takes a system. Like it takes a real transformation to become a person who can do that, no matter if you work for yourself or if you work for someone else, or if you are fully like working at home, there is like a need at a certain point in life. If you're a person who feels like you are under capacity, you're overscheduled, you always feel like you're behind, you never feel like you can be present, 
maybe you feel like you have so many life-sucking things going on and not enough soul-energizing time in your schedule, then this episode is for you because I want to talk about three questions that you can ask yourself, kind of three things that you can implement to actually get more done week over week and to be able to look back and see that you are becoming the person that you actually want to be, not just in your work life, but in yourself, your relationship with yourself, your relationship with others. And then of course, also the way that you truly kick butt at work, like efficient and excellent. So we're going to ask ourselves three questions on today's episode to kind of be more liberated in the way that we engage with the world and actually get a little closer to a work-life balance. Now, it's important that you guys understand I am not coming at this like your <laughs> guru of doing this. Like I come, I come at the need for this episode very naturally because I struggle so much with this. I often or slash almost always overschedule myself. I do not have a great handle on how long it takes to actually do something or what kind of energy is going to be required to do things. What ends up happening is my home life and my relationship life suffers at the altar of my desire to be like ambitious and successful and productive and completely like not have any handle on what I can actually do and what my limits are. I've written about this in books as if I, <laughs> like I have written about this in books and I just make no mistake just because I wrote about it in a book does not mean that I mastered it. It just means that I'm trying to grow and I'm trying to learn and I'm coming up against my own limits and wanting to be like, okay, this is not creating in me the person that I want to become. When I am living outside my limits, I am easily angered. I am frustrated with myself and other people. I carry around a certain level of anxiety. I disregard like the little cues from my kids, my husband, my friends that are asking me to engage and be present. I'm just so enslaved by like a to-do list and trying to get done and having said yes to too many things and all of that, that I'm not joyful and I'm not a joy to be around. And I don't want that for my life. I mean, I really had to come to a point where I said to myself, that's not what I want for my life. What am I going to do about it? And so these questions are coming out of that place of my own learning, my own growing through that. And so I hope they might be helpful if you are a person who can relate to that. And P.S., if you are a person who cannot relate to this, will you call me? Will you, will you write me an email? Will you call into the show? Because I would like to have you on the show. Like, I would like to talk to a person for whom this is not their problem. Because I'm assuming you have, like, some other problem that we could talk about. And for those listening who are like, I have a problem getting started. Or I have a problem, like, saying yes to things. I say no to everything. Come on the show. Let's talk. Let's have a coaching. Because you can help us all and teach us all. Hey, you guys, I am super excited to introduce you to a tool that has absolutely changed the way that I've been dealing with my workflow and with the people that I work with. It's called Sunsama, and they are the official sponsor of this episode. Sunsama is a productivity tool that helps you get more done by integrating all the other tools that you already love. <laughs> Truly, like when I started using it, I couldn't believe that I'd finally found that thing that would integrate my calendar, my email, 
my Trello, which is where I kind of keep all my projects going, and that I could just focus one day at a time and have this intuitive tool that rolls over my tasks from day to day, that gets me focused, that helps me understand how I'm using my time, and literally just is like a babysitter of productivity, like keeping me on track day after day. I have felt so freed up since starting to use Sinsama because I'm not losing track of what I'm trying to accomplish and I'm actually able to make sure that the big things that really matter aren't sort of pushed out by all of these little niggling tasks that often I find myself defaulting to doing even when I know I want to do the bigger things. Sunsama is spelled S-U-N-S-A-M-A. And if you go to their website, you can get a free trial. It's so easy to get started. And I've absolutely loved using it, not only for myself, but also for my team. If you are a developer, if you lead a team, if you are an entrepreneur, definitely check it out because it is changing my life. Um, Okay, so here's the three questions that I want to invite you to ask yourself. Well, this is a little bit of the inside work that needs to get done in order to grow. And then we're going to talk about the outside work that will help you come alongside that inside work. So this very first question is, why am I so busy? I want you to ask yourself that. Why am I so busy? Okay, now, first of all, you're immediately going to give me an answer. Well, of course, I'm busy. I have these kids. I am raising little babies. I have to work full time. I'm i want to work full time, whatever your answer is, go ahead and get all that out of your system. Like say all those things to yourself, get it all out there, all those external circumstances. And then I want you to pay attention to the question and ask it to yourself again. But why? But why is my life this way? Well, I I wanted to, I have to, I, I, okay. Why though? And if I come down to why am I so busy, why do I get myself to a position where I, and what I mean by why am I so busy is not how busy you are compared to other people. Because I had to really deal with that. We all have a different capacity. We all have a different amount of things that we can handle. Why am I so busy is a question that really the question is, why am I living my life in a way that is not enjoyable for me? So if you like being busy and the people around you feel like you're present with them and you feel like a person who's balanced, you're, you're, you're reaching all of your goals when it comes to your personal life, you are eating well, you are taking care of your body, you get enough sleep, you care for your friends, you're present with whatever your romantic relationships or your husband, you know, I said or, <laughs> your romantic relationships, if you're not married, your romantic relationship that is your spouse, if you are married, like all of those things. If you're doing all of that and you're busy, but you feel like you're living like in your flow and in your pace, awesome. That is not what I'm talking about. I am talking about the question of why am I so busy? Really what I'm saying is why am I living my life at a stressful pace or with a stressful amount of things going on? So if you feel stressed by how busy you are, or then that's really the question for you. Why am I so busy? And there is a lot behind the answer to that. There can be a um, inability to say no, a fear of disappointing people. Perhaps you're in some manipulative relationships that have been in your life for a long time and you've just fallen into patterns where you're allowing yourself to be taken advantage of or you feel this vague guilt that you've got to engage in a certain way and you're letting that stuff take up a lot of your time. You may be running from something. You may be unhappy in your marriage. You may may be unhappy in your parenting or in what your life is like. And so instead of actually dealing 
with the fact that you're unhappy and maybe engaging with your reality and and looking at it and asking yourself, what am I going to do to become happy? Do I need to consider um, seeing a counselor or hiring a coach or reading a book or engaging with my life? Rather than doing that, you just keep yourself really busy. Are you running from something? Um, do you not like the temperature and atmosphere of your home? So you're just going to keep yourself really, really busy. Are you lonely and you don't want to engage with that? So you're going to keep yourself really, really busy. So you have to ask yourself, why am I really so busy? And whatever is at the bottom of that, like that has to be dealt with because productivity tools, like what I'm going to share with you about how you can order your week isn't really going to work if you don't know why you're in the position that you're in. And and it might be that you just like, you found yourself here. You're like, wow, I didn't, I mean, here's a great example. Like I've, I have a senior in high school. I love, I love raising my kids. I love this season of life, but I've never had a senior in high school before. This is, I always say to him, my son, Charlie, I'm like, I'm sorry that I have no experience (laughs) with being a mom to a senior in high school. Like there's just things that come up. There's more that's needed from me in this season. Now, yes, could I have anticipated that? Probably, but I'm not good at that. So here I am. I find myself like, oh, like this is taking a lot, like applying to college and coming alongside and, and Charlie is super independent super responsible, but at the same time, like I want to be available to him. Well, if I'm living my life at 99% capacity, where am I going to find the capacity for him that I didn't expect? Now take that and times it by three kids and a husband and whatever amount of friends and whatever, like I don't want to live. I I need to load, like you may find yourself just coming to a place where you're like, oh, I need to reorder my capacity because I want to have margin for these unexpected relational needs or these unexpected work needs or whatever. So it you can come into this m- moment naturally. So don't beat yourself up about it. But I just I want to give you an opportunity to ask yourself the question, am I running from something? Am I avoiding something? Or have I d- gotten into patterns relationally that I, I'm so a slave to people's approval and affection and I'm so scared that if I say no to something like someone's going to reject me that I just never say no. Those are just a few light categories to consider. And you may be like, oh my gosh, that's true of me. That's okay. Like, that's cool. It's true of you. It's true of a lot of us. And now you can ask yourself, okay, well, because I'm doing that, what am I missing? Like then, okay, so just hold that out there. You're not going to fix all that right now. You, yes, you may need you may need a therapist. You may need a coach. There may be a step you need to take to begin to break that pattern, but just hold that out there for a second and now turn your view, turn your gaze to this next question, which is like, okay, because I'm living like that, what am I missing? What am I missing from my life? Like, what do I want more of in my life that I don't have because I'm so stressed, like because I'm living that way, what am I missing? And here's a few categories to consider. What am I missing in my relationship to myself? How am I treating and honoring my body? Do Am I happy with my lifestyle when it comes to food, exercise, sleep, adventure, the way that I'm living like in this body, this gift that I've been given, this physical body, which by the way, everybody's body, like we have these incredible intricate machines that our creator has given us and we want to enjoy them. Like, are you living that way or are you not honoring your body? Are you disregarding your body? Because you're so busy, you're just stuffing yourself with all kinds of ways to kind of keep this machine going, these artificial means to keep this machine going because you're not really honoring your body. Do you want to honor your body? 
Are you honoring your mind? Are you developing hobbies? Do you get to read? Do you, are you doing the things that bring you life? Are you able to visit museums, even if it's virtually, like whatever it is that stimulates yourself, your mind, your way of life? Are you taking care of your soul? Do you have the kind of quiet that you need? Are you looking for more depth? Are you right making space if you need a time, a place to process who you are and where you are? How are you dealing with pain? How are you dealing with change? All of those questions, like, are you missing any of those things? And then the second category would be, am I missing things with other people? Like, how am I doing with relationships? Am I happy with my friendships? Am I happy with my family? Do I feel like I'm able to honor my family or pursue and cultivate experiences and space to be with my family? Those are questions or your friendships, the people that are important to you. And then finally, and this is where we're going to land, okay, within my business, within my work, whether I work for someone else, whether I work in the home, or whether I'm pursuing a work that I'm self-employed, entrepreneurial, uh, have a dream to develop something, what does that look like? Like, how am I cultivating the infrastructure of my business as well as like networking on the outside of my business? What are some of those big things that I want to be able to do? So when you ask yourself those questions, this is a huge productivity tool. I wish I could remember the name of the book. I will try to find it, but I'm, you know, I just, I'm a consumer of all this kind of stuff. So somewhere along the way, I picked up this thing, like you've got to dump everything in your mind somewhere. Like you need to have, if you're a paper person, you need a journal or whatever. If you're a electronic person. I love to use Trello for this. Trello is a free tool that you can grab that kind of lets you just like create different boards, which is basically a list. So I could have a family list, a self list, a work list, a hobbies list, whatever. And I can just dump all of this stuff out of my brain. Like everything that's on your mind, everything that's holding you back when you're like, man, I need to clean out my closet. Like put it on there. Like all of that stuff, put it all on a list. What is everything that you want to accomplish? What is, and maybe your accomplishment is like, I want to find a hobby. Just write it down. Find a hobby. If you want to find a wife, I want to find a wife. Like write it down. Everything in your mind right now when you're listening to this, just like set a timer for 15 minutes, write it down, get everything out of your mind. If you're like, man, I've got to get that room repainted, write it down. If you need to get your car inspected, write it down. Don't let anything stay in your mind because that stuff is cluttering up your mind. It is making you stressed out. You are thinking about it at night. You are just, you're, you're not able to relax. You're not disconnecting. You've got to put it all somewhere. Just start a system of some kind planner, calendar, whatever, anywhere, paper, parchment, voice memo, whatever. It's like find some place where you're like, I'm going to categorize everything that I am trying to get done. Like if you're like, I got to start exercising, I whatever, like write it all down. Just write every single thing down. What am I missing to become who I want to be? Okay. So now you've got it all written down somewhere, somewhere, paper, Evernote, Trello, something. And then this is the thing that Steve and I were talking about two weeks. And this is where we're going to get into the, I've done the inner work now. Like, so the inner work was, why am I so busy? What am I missing? Like, what do I want from my life? And now we're kind of moving into the outer work. And that first step is you have got to dump all of that stuff out of your mind. Write it all down. I mean, I am talking, if you want to change the outlet covers in your house, write it down. Like if it's been on your mind and bothering you, Put it somewhere because you're you're literally emptying out. Like your mind is this incredible tool that you've been given. 
And when you're cluttering it up, it's like when you don't change the oil in your car. It's just getting so junky in there that you're missing out on what your mind can actually do. All the creativity and the connections and the deeper stuff is cluttered up with all of these things that you're letting just like create this anxiety and this hamster wheel in your mind. So you've got to get that stuff out. And you need a place where you're doing that like all the time, not just one time. There's the first time you do that. But then maybe you're like, I got to deal with this relationship at work. Like I've got this coworker. Like it's on my mind. So if it's on your mind, even if you don't know what to do about it, just write it down. And you want it to be a place that you can return to. So don't make it like a scrap paper that you don't you're not going to be able to find again. Like you don't don't put it on the back of an envelope and then lose the envelope. That's not going to help you. You got to have a place that you can keep coming back to. So again, that can be a notebook. Uh, that can be, I like to use Trello um, because I don't lose it. And that's a big thing for me is losing stuff. Or it's also because I don't want to have a thought and be somewhere else. I don't want to be at my office that's not at home or on the road or something and then have all these thoughts about things that I really want to accomplish and then not have that notebook with me and then start writing down stuff other places. That's when I get out the post-it note. I write it on the post-it note. I put it in my bag and I promptly lose it. That actually makes me more anxious. So I need like a space that is that I can use on my phone and my computer and it can be on the road with me and I'm not going to lose it. So I like to use that. You could just use the notes app on your phone. That'd be fine too. Okay. So you've got it all written down. You're, you're doing your, that's a system. Like that's a habit. You're doing that all the time. That's always going on because you're always going to have more to do. Now it's important that that place of your brain dump is separate from your everyday life. Because if you're looking at that dang list every day, you are going to go bananas. You cannot be looking at that list because you cannot accomplish that stuff in a week. Like you might have something on that list that's going to take 10 years to accomplish. Like you, it needs to be everything, like just get it all over there. And then what I like to do with Trello is I start to, I organize those things into those categories that matter to me. So I'm like myself, my family experiences and work. And then I've got these lists of stuff that I want to accomplish, but I'm not looking at it every day. I'm not looking at it as if I'm going to check those things off my list. This is where a lot of us get stuck. We don't know how to take small steps towards the big things that we want to accomplish. We only know how to do like the urgent to-do list stuff that comes up right then. So you could be thinking about those outlet covers for six months. They've actually been creating anxiety in your mind for six months and you don't have a way to be like, when am I going to do that? You're just like, it's constantly bothering you and you just always feel behind. You always feel like you're failing. So when you have a separate place to put all that stuff that you can then go to in a specific way at a specific time, you're able to make slow progress in getting that stuff done. But you know what? Slow progress over time is progress progress, you're going to have accomplished more doing this than you will if you're just living with this frantic to-do list all the time or looking at that brain dump list all the time. So this is how you actually get things done. One hour of planning can change your entire week. And that one hour of planning over time will change your entire life. So what I do with my one hour of planning, which I do on Fridays, I have it scheduled on my calendar. It is on my to-do list to do. It is as important as anything else that I do. So this is what I do in that one hour. In that one hour, I cannot get distracted and start doing anything on the list. It is just an hour for planning. And what I'm planning and what I'm doing is I'm reflecting on the week before 
looking back and being like, what did I do this week? What did I accomplish? What am I missing? What, what was missing from who I want to become and how I want to spend my time? And then like, I'll ask myself questions like, how many times did I work out this week? Is my soul at rest? Did I spend time with God? Did I meditate and spend time in scripture the way I need to and want to, not just need to, but want to? Did I work out? How many meals did I make this week for my family? Because those are priorities for me. Those are things outside of work that are priorities for me. So I'm looking at those things. Did I have meaningful conversations with every member of my family on some level? I'm looking for those things. I'm reflecting on that. Then I'm looking ahead. And when I'm looking ahead, I'm taking that brain dump list, which for me is on Trello. And I've got a business system. I've got a family, you know, I've got those things. And I'm looking at those things. And I'm going to start pulling some of those things into my to do list for the week. I use Sensama, which you'll hear me talk about for several weeks coming up because I'm obsessed with it. But before I had that, I would actually schedule things on my calendar when I was going to accomplish those things that I wanted to get done. So let's take it back to the outlet covers. I don't know why I'm obsessed with these. But if outlet covers was on my list, I might say, okay, what is it going to take for me to accomplish getting that done? So I'm like, okay, well, what's keeping me from doing that? I'm like, I don't know if I have the right tool. I haven't actually purchased the outlet covers. I haven't counted how many I need. So I might start breaking that down and be like, okay, well, what of those things am I going to accomplish this week? And I'm going to schedule that. I'm going to put it on my weekly list. So I'm taking from that brain dump list and I'm pulling in what's reasonable amounts of things that I can accomplish this week. And I'm actually scheduling them each day of the week. Now you may you might think that sounds horrible and not your style. That's okay. You could start with just making one to-do list for the week based on your brain dump list. Like just start with that. Like if you want to just use one to-do list, you could do that. I have found for me with the amount of things that are going on, the different commitments that I have with different clients, different engagements, I'm I'm over here preaching at this church, I'm leadership consulting over here, I've got individual clients over here, like I've got this book. So I need the ability to say, okay, I need to look at each of those categories. What do I need to accomplish in this category this week? And I, I, I so want to get distracted and start doing stuff But I'm forcing myself to be like, no, this hour is just for planning. And this is where like a productivity tool that you love comes into play. And for me, that's Sunsama that lets me look ahead at the week and I pull in all of my meetings and I pull in then what can I accomplish so that I'm like, oh, okay, I've got three hours left on this day. Y'all, I schedule my walking of my dog. Like I'm like, because it takes time. Like if I want to walk the dog, like it takes time. It's not, I'm just not going to find time. It's not, time is not going to create itself. If I want to know like what I'm doing every day, like I need to, I need to know that that stuff takes time. And because I am so like, I have such a block about how long things take. It's been really helpful for me to be much more realistic with myself and be like, okay, like if I want to go to the gym, even if I'm only at the gym working out for 45 minutes, I need to schedule an hour and a half because I got to drive to the gym. I need to give myself some margin. I want to take a shower. That is so much more realistic. So for me, I actually have to schedule it down to like that. But more important than any of that, just as we're wrapping up, is this idea of using one hour of planning each week to go to your brain dump categories, ask yourself, who do I want to become? What are the steps that I need to take this week to become that? 
and there's a whole category of stuff that's like kind of business. So we can, if that's interesting for you guys, you want to know more about that, I might put something together for you. Reach out, let me know. Y'all are emailing me every week. I love it. Nicole at NicoleUnis.com. If you want more of this or you need to know more about what I'm talking about, let me know and I can put together a resource for all of us. The reason I love this stuff, you guys, is because I want you to be the person that you want to become. And I know it's not easy. It is not easy. Like it takes a real work to actually step into the fullness of who you want to become because there are so many distractions and there's so many obstacles that we put in our way and that others will put in our way. But you guys, this is it. It's the only life you have. You will never again have this day. This is the only time you will ever have this day. And every morning that you wake up, it's like, this is the only day that I ever get to live this day. Like this is a one-time shot. And I want to live into the fullness of all those things that I want to become. And I want the same thing for you. So you guys, thanks for being here. Thanks for joining us. Keeping it real as always. And I look forward to chatting with you next time. Thanks for tuning in to Let's Be Real with Nicole Eunice. We'd love to hear from you. Have a topic to suggest or a tricky situation you need help with? Send us an email or a voice memo to Nicole at NicoleEunice.com and we may feature you on the show. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode.